Hello everyone, this is Latasha Blanton from the Real South Africa Travel and Tourism. And you're gonna have the opportunity to travel with Phil Scott to... Sunny South Africa. You guys are gonna have the opportunity to come to Johannesburg and you guys are gonna be coming to Durban. And we're gonna set it up perfectly. It's gonna be like a luxury experience for you guys. At the same time, you're gonna be getting some culture. And of course, you're gonna get an opportunity to talk to Phil, hang out with Phil, and get his views on Africa and South Africa. You're also going to get an opportunity to explore the lifestyles here that are available in South Africa. And we're going to do all that for you in an amazing 10 days. We do hope that you go to the website and book because we do look forward to seeing you here. Absolutely. Our website is therealsouthafrica.com. Go there, scroll down. You'll see a picture of Phil and just go ahead and book there. So we'll see you here in what we like to call sunny, sunny South, South Africa. Africa. Peace family, Vicki Dillard here for African Diaspora News Channel. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to give us a big thumbs up, thumbs up, and share the broadcast. Thank you so very much. Family, your sister with the curly braids, that's me. <laughs> you know I'm going to give you the scoop. If you have been following my work, you will understand that some months ago, I started doing pieces on the great president, Isaias F. Berkey, the great president, His Excellency of Eritrea, also pronounced Eritrea. And I acknowledge the fact that I was learning so much about that region, and I'm just getting started as a student of geopolitics. But what interests me most is as I started to research, I noticed that the history of conflict and the United States coming after him lasted so many decades. So as I began to follow the trail of conflict, anytime the United States is hell-bent on attacking a world leader for as long as they have this president, it tends to be a reason. There is some energy reason. There is some military benefit. There is some sort of control that they want to exert either over the land or the one, uh, the person's resources or political currency. And of course, I was absolutely right. I discussed our dear brother some months ago, and I'm so glad I followed the Spirit's leading because guess what? Our U.S. government, you all know I keep up with this kind of stuff, House Foreign Affairs Committee here in the United States, as of the time, of me uh, recording this broadcast, conducted a hearing entitled Ethiopia, Promise or Perils, the State of the U.S. Policy. Now, these types of topics interest me because I knew and felt that there was a more pernicious reason as to why I felt that the United States and some of her Western allies were behind the scenes fomenting drama between who I perceive to be brothers, really, and sisters there in the um, Eritrea, Eritrea, Ethiopian uh, location. I want you to watch this brief clip, this first clip of the hearing. Draw uh, their troops from Ethiopia. And I asked us particularly uh, sanctions on the president himself uh, and on mining that goes on in Eritrea. She said yes. Um, it's a year later. And um, Eritrean troops are still there. 
What's worse is that they are committing uh, extrajudicial uh, execution of civilians, sexual enslavement of women, and other uh, terrible human rights ab abuses. So I'll ask you, uh, why haven't we sanctioned er Eritrea, its mining operations, and especially its president? He said they've already sanctioned them, but he said he can basically take it back to the table. In other words, to see what more can be done. He also talked about they sanctioned individuals, but he said that he could send it back and see what else could be done. Do you all understand that this is the reason why the global South, which is majority of the globe's population that makes up the so-called global South, everybody is getting tired of the United States and her Western partners because they are trying to sanction the mess out of everybody. This is outrageous. But I was still not satisfied in all of the public clips and all the hearings and all of the footage and the news that I was reading about this area. And again, I acknowledge and I admit I have so much to learn as a student. I feel like I was still out of the loop, but that I felt that there was a more pernicious reason or something that's missing. Well, guess what? This news piece just came out. Headline. Ethiopia's prime minister wants a Red Sea harbor. It says Abiy Ahmed's push for access to the sea has rattled his neighbors. It talks about the fact that prime minister of Ethiopia, it says here, now foreign diplomats and analysts fear that his bid to get a port on the Red Sea, Abiy Ahmed, Ethiopia's prime minister, risks sparking another conflict, this time next to one of the world's busiest shipping routes. Now I'm bringing this up because earlier in this same hearing, he specifically mentions the ports interrelated to Eritrea, saying about basically you can't take Eritrea's land, but he wishes that they would remove the terrorists there. Family, I'm going to do more coverage on this. So when you see my video pop here, pop up on the network, be sure to watch it because I'm going to be connecting the dots because there's so many powerful and important points during this hearing that I'm going to have to break it up. You all know that there has been nonstop propaganda and attacks on China's uh, Belt and Road Initiative. For those of you that may or may not know, the Belt and Road Initiative is said to be China basically reviving the ancient Silk Road, which is commonly known as the first global trade route in history. That's what that's known for. Now, of course, we know that the African continent, we certainly know the entire landmass our ancestors did, and they traversed the, uh, the, uh, the planet over. But it's notable concerning the Silk Road specifically related to being a famous global trade route, right? Well, some of you may say, well, why is that so important now? And I need y'all to pay attention to what's happening. The notion of the Silk Road and controlling Transport throughout the planet is important in part, as analysts have said, it says it's hard to overestimate the importance, for example, of the Silk Road on history. It says religion and ideas spread along the Silk Road just as fluidly as goods. Towns along the route grew into multicultural cities. The exchange of information gave rise to new technologies and innovations that changed the world. The myriad of interconnected routes served as a vehicle for the fruitful exchange of arts, religion, cultures, ideas, and technology, and certainly the exchange of goods. 
Do you all understand why it's so important and why now they're trying to amplify the naval forces and controlling the seas and the reason why they have a really hard time letting certain parts of Africa go. Some folks don't even know that, for example, in the area of Nigeria, if they can control Nigeria, they can really, if Nigeria got its act together and wasn't dealing with alleged frauds and being a Western puppet, that even the area of Nigeria, my understanding, where it's situated and located, it could be even more powerful than those that they are saying are the most powerful forces on the planet right now because of its unique uh, place that is situated there and what could become of it in terms of shipping routes. Do you all understand that when you have a powerful port like the Red Sea area, in my estimation, in my opinion of Eritrea and the Red Sea, and when I studied even the word Eritrea, I found out that the word Eritrea, the etymology of the word Eritrea actually means Red Sea. I'm just saying I'm going to be covering more of one of the reasons why I believe the United States is trying to mess make over there and demand sanctions and coming up with all kinds of reasons to keep sticking their nose in their business over there. Now, remember, they were all for Ethiopia when they was beefing with Eritrea. Now that they're trying to talk, the U.S., in my opinion, is stirring up some more madness. Y'all pay attention. I can't wait to hear what you have to say below about why you believe this happening. And like I said, I'm going to stay on top of this because you know I got more to add, beloved. My name is Vicki Dillard. I'm so excited about my upcoming new spiritual school called the Vicki Dillard Mystery School. It's going to be absolutely amazing. It's going to be a monthly mastermind. It's going to give you unfair advantages in every area of your life. Go to my website at VickiPlanet.com. Most importantly, be sure to share this broadcast here from African Diaspora News Channel and be sure to check out our app. We're so excited about expanding our voice with our own app. I can't wait to see you again.